Welcome to the Sell or Die podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Gittimer. And I'm your host, Jen Gittimer. Well, in this podcast, we're going to help you attract more qualified, unbelievable, ready-to-buy clients. We're going to help you build loyal relationships. And the one thing you're hoping for, close more deals. Let's get into it. It's time to sell or die. Jay Abraham just made a confession that he has this amazing idea. And he said, well, I'm not that great, but this idea is. And I said, Jay, can you keep a secret? You are that great. <laughs> and not, not only are you that great, but you can ask anybody who has anything to do with marketing in the world for the last 40 years, and they'll corroborate it. Um, for those of you who don't know Jay Abraham, just a little bit of background. He would put people in a room in the 80s and the 90s charge them $5,000 a seat to hang out with them for a weekend or, and they would fill the room. Then he goes to 25 grand, he can still fill the room. And so if you look at a person, what's the attraction of a human being that will give them the opportunity or the chutzpah or the balls to charge that much money and not just get away with it, but provide value beyond what the person was hoping for when they got there. That's pretty cool. So if you're looking for humility, I've just given you a little bit of a spoonful of it. But the challenge is that we're living in an age where everybody's looking for an answer. How do I get there faster? How do I do it better? How do I do it cheaper? And then the phrase that absolutely slays my ass, what's the ROI? And the ROI is not return on investment. It's return on individual. What is the individual return when they go to a Jay Abraham event? And uh, here's my true confession. When I went to meet with Jay Abraham first time in LA, I don't know how many years ago, uh, he goes, well, how do I, you know, how do I compensate you? I said, it's easy. I just want one of everything that says Jay Abraham on it. <laughs> and I, I left with this box of stuff, which I, I still have and still use. And they're cassette tapes, by the way. You know how hard it is to find a fucking cassette tape holder? Anyway, that's the, that's the challenge. Information doesn't grow old. Information that's accurate will stay forever because the concept behind it is not press this button and do this thing. It's here's how to think. And Jay Abraham creates venues that challenges you how to think beyond where you normally would think. There's people that have their own self-limitations and Jay challenges you to go beyond them and gives you ideas that you can actually turn into money. Well, it does cost thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars to hear Jay Abraham speak. However, yeah. today on Sell or Die, you're going to get to hear him speak for nothing. Oh, so yeah. I'm really excited to welcome Jay to the show. Oh, yeah. This, hold on. That was my intro. Um, <laughs> if you don't know Jay Abraham, hit the pause button and Google him right now and look at what he's done or what he's accomplished in a, in a multi-decade career that has brought him to this point. And he hangs around with cool guys, right? Spent a weekend with Tony Robbins. How was that? <laughs> it's in, he has the appeal of other people. And he didn't ask Tony. Tony asked him. That's the key there, you guys. It is, the, it is not the law of attraction. It is value attraction. And the person who realizes that the value is there, they will connect with you in some way or another. So value attraction is something that you can pretty much take to the bank in terms of how to get other people to call you before you ever have to call them. Because the odds of you getting Tony Robbins on the phone are pretty minimal, but the odds of Tony Robbins getting you on the phone are 100%. I love it. Oh, this is great. So Jay's launching a book right now that he's been working on for two years. Two years. 
How many pages in the book? 447 pages. Wow. The only Whoa. book that that I know is uh, Atlas Shrugged and the Fountainhead. And I read both of them. But I'm going to tell you that this is a book about real world. I have I read the PDF. It is detailed to a point where anybody can implement it. You don't need to be the CEO of your company, although it helps. You can be a manager, you can be a VP, you can be a, a leader, or you can be the CEO. But this book will give you insight beyond information. And I think that's the best way to describe it. Is that fair enough, Jay? That's a great perspective. You know, when we created it, if I may add, I've helped so many people and I've watched books that excite people intellectually, but they don't give them the bridge to do anything with it. And even more so, they don't motivate them more to do it than not. And we tried to write this in a way where it was so much more compelling to do it than just be intellectual entertainment. I have a very uh, contemptuous disdain almost for intellectual entertainment. That's I used to do seminars all over the world. You know that. And I stopped because I'd, I had 100,000 documented success stories, which sounds unimaginable, but I'd helped millions and millions of people learn the methodology. And I said, I don't need to be intellectual entertainment. I want to work with people that do stuff. They'll do shit is what I said. And yeah. that's I believe, but we tried to craft the book so it forces you to be more compelled to do something with it than not. It's that it's that clear, it's that well-reasoned, it's that compelling, it's that accessible, and it's that well-bridged so you're not confused. It's it's a pretty amazing book for what it is. Pretty amazing. So Jay, you've helped millions of people. You've kind of done it all. Like what inspired you to actually go take the last two years of your life to write this book? I'll be very happy. It's a fabulous question. So I have done more than uh, many, many people in more industries than most. I think I've done a thousand industries plus, and we have, we've done 25,000, $50,000, $30,000 seminars all over the world. And I was actually bored and I was, and I, I had uh, somebody that I was introduced to and he was fascinating in his unique new slant on something that I frankly was embarrassed about. I've helped generate billions and billions, 50, 60 billion dollars of estimated profit increases. And I've made far greater income than probably I deserve, but I was never fixated on real wealth creation. And this man that I met, uh, the guy who's the, the co-author, Roland Frazier, he had a different belief. He said, why, you know, why take ordinary income if you can create wealth almost not at will, but you can create wealth every three to five years. And it fascinated me. And then I got very deeply involved trying to study what he did and, and how it did. And I realized it was real. Maybe I should give you the premise of the book in a nutshell, and then I can tell you the answer to the question. Yeah, yeah, please. So the book is called Creating, excuse me, pardon me, that's the subtitle. The book is called Business Wealth Without Risk provocative title, but the real essence is the subtitle, how to create the income or wealth of a lifetime every three to five years, every three to five years. And the premise has two parallel universes. It's why start a business from scratch when it has a one in 21st year success rate and a one in 10 five year, when in fact, you can find millions of businesses out there that have broken through that barrier, but are grotesquely under performing their potential, uh, the whole market opportunity. Roland, Roland Frazier, the co-author, has, believe it or not, 200 methods for gaining 
control of this business, getting it funded without using much or any of your own out-of-pocket capital, believe it or not, getting the owner to carry is only a few. You, there's all kinds of incentive ways to get far many, many, many other people, other entities to want to really help buy it for you. But then that's only part one. You, you find it, you get control of it. But unless you know how to make it more valuable, then it's almost an, arbit an albatross. So I have 97 categories, not just ways, but categories. Some of them are, 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 are entire uh, uh, elements that have sometimes 21 different tactics. But I have 97 ways to blow up profit, EBITDA, without any extra investment or risk just by shifting how you do it. Roland has massively impressive ways to do what he calls an epic exit for a monster payday. So the concept is, if you are somebody who would normally start a business, and there's tons of people probably watching who've always wanted to, never thought they could, don't have a product, don't have a, any capital, or don't want to risk their capital, don't want to jeopardize their marriage or mortgage their house, then that's great. But the bigger area for me, because most of my life was not spent with people who were aspirants, it was spent with entrepreneurs, uh, business owners, uh, people that had uh, private practices. If you have a business, you can blow it up. You can explode it. You can grow it monumentally through acquisition. You can acquire competitive businesses and integrate them. You can acquire product services people buy before, during, after. This is the cool one instead. Why would you want one instead? Because unless you're perfect, you're getting leads that don't buy from you. They buy either your competitor or, the, or an alternative means of, of getting the same result. If, if if you have a product line, maybe they're buying one and not everything else. Maybe they're buying and they stop. Maybe they're inactive. You can compete against yourself and, har and harvest all kinds of sunk cost sales. You can buy what's called access vehicles. You can buy podcasts like this if you reach the audience that you want. You can buy blogs. You can buy discussion groups. You can buy URLs. You can buy sales forces. You can buy phone numbers. You can make strategic acquisitions. What does that mean? There can be a boring, very low profit business that doesn't seem like it's very valuable, but if you owned it, it could be a, a component you added to every sale and it might double or triple your profit. It could be a product you could use to preemptively get access to a buying market before your competitors. It could be an easy product to start a relationship. It could be an expensive product you added at the end, which might double or redouble again the lifetime value, which would allow you, if you wanted, to spend a lot more to bring people in. There's a, It's a whole world that nobody thinks about. And the man who's my partner has been doing it for a number of years, but serious for the last two or three, he has 150 different companies he has gained a, an, a significant equity interest in. They do an aggregate of $6 billion a year. Uh, one of them, in all, all good full disclosure, is a real estate, a residential agent roll-up. It's got a lot of different businesses together, so you got to back that out. So he's probably only doing... 3 billion. He's already had three or four eggs. This is so much more lucrative, so much more 
enjoyable, so much more exciting, so much more applicable, whether you, you want to do it from scratch and you're an aspiring entrepreneur and you could build yourself a, a mini or a maximum empire. You can use it if you don't ever want to sell to just grow and massively aggregate revenue and, and, and profit many times over on the bottom line. Believe it or not, it's easier to 10x moonshot your bottom line than it ever is the top and there's no investment or risk. Okay, that's what got me excited. Let me throw this at you also before you answer the question. I'm now doing business with more VC companies who have acquired all the local businesses, all the local roofers, all the local frame shops, all then they're they're combining them all together. You know, just go into your, one of your Michaels and you see this group that's, that, I don't know what the hell they're called, but that's where you go to get a frame now. Well, they're all over the place. They started with two or three shops. Now they have thousands of shops and you have to buy their frame or die. Buy their frame or die. And the Aaron Brothers, that's who it is. But it's being done everywhere. It's being done in dental practices. It's being done in men medical practices all over the place, especially the homeowning, the homeowner industry. They're, they're gonna, they'll only be about four or five major builders now in the country forever. It, and no, and one of my one of my partners in another business happens to be a dentist, and he's involved. This is interesting. A single practice is worth X. The moment yep. you get into a large group, that multiple gets multiplied three, four, five times. This is probably the most exciting. It's almost magic, and it's not that easy. But the point is, and, and I've explained, you can acquire a business that's underperforming, and it's small, and it's worth X. You can either do a roll up or you can just grow it. And all of a sudden, when it gets to a certain critical mass, that X gets multiplied two, three, four times. But with the additional profit that, that you sell it for a very high multiple over what you paid. The multiple is the premium. You might buy it for 200 grand, but you might sell it for $2 million or whatever. And I ask people, have you even know how much you're going to need to earn to support yourself? Are you going to earn either your need or going to the rest of your working life? And particularly if, you know, if, if your life is extended and you, AI makes you have to get retrained, what are you going to do? It's a very interesting uh, philosophy. And I just got real excited about it. And I wish I had learned about this you know, literally tens of billions of dollars ago, but I'm actually excited about <laughs> teaching it, doing it. We're actually, the book we're doing, we don't expect uh, most people who buy the book to do anything with us. We're doing it for two reasons. One, it's a faster, safer, far better, more enriching, more results certain, much more liberating, intoxicating, and, and uh, enriching path to take and strategy to follow. But we're hoping that some of the people that buy the book, Jeffrey, are business owners who might want us to help them blow it up. Some of them are going to be people who know business owners. A few of them will be people who grow to be huge, but we want everybody to understand this is an option that almost no one else thinks about. But when I was explaining to somebody on one of the podcasts, they said something and I thought, you're right. They said, isn't this a, a little more simplified strategy of what only 1% of, of the whole world knows? And they're called private equity firms. And those are the guys that own the $100 million houses and yeah. the yachts. <laughs> and they're getting the billion dollar paychecks. And I said, I guess it really is. Yeah, it's definitely that. And you can do it without the private equity companies were must have been farmers in a previous life because they go into businesses and they milk them. 
uh, they milk them hard for cash. Yep. But you can do it in a more benevolent way where everyone wins. Well, I mean, one of the pieces in the book is I teach my strategy of preeminence. And it's exactly what you're saying. It's being, it's elevating the stature of the business you acquire or the business that you add to your existing enterprise and even your enterprise to a much more elevated strata in, in the eyes of the market you're targeting and being seen as the only viable source, choice, the most trusted advisor for life. And it has to do with the mindset of literally falling in love with the people you serve and seeing your product service or products or services at work deployed in people's lives or businesses, making a profound difference, protecting, enriching, entertaining, whatever they do. It's a really, I mean, that's something I've been teaching for years, but this, as I talk about this book, this is sort of the manifestation of a Almost like a peanut butter cup where they mesh peanut butter and chocolate. So this my, my co-author <laughs> is masterful at finding and acquiring businesses and funding them. He's world class at exiting for huge payday. But I'm probably uh, a reasonable amount better at how to blow up EBITDA. And a top line will grow as well. But I've double, redouble, redouble. It's just clinical. It's not arrogant. Uh, bottom line, so many times in so many places all around the world that the combination is it's really, it's quite profound. It's a really interesting book. You've read it. I don't think, I mean, there's probably books that tease and just get you a little bit interested, but we wrote this. So it's a real turnkey type of a, I mean, you can always go deeper. He, I don't, he sells more advanced training if you want it, but I don't really think you would need that to understand the fundamentals. There's examples, charts, case studies. I mean, it's, and, and I think probably the most interesting affirmation or attestment of its value, Tony Robbins wrote a five-page, not a one-page little blurb. He wrote a five-page forward. Damon John from Shark Tank, who I've mentored for many years, wrote a very, very wonderful intro. A guy named Gino Wickman, who's known for uh, EOS, Entrepreneur's Operating System, and I think is best book was probably Traction, wrote the preface, and Barbara Corcoran from Shark Tank endorsed it. It's a really serious, heavy duty. It's not heavy duty in terms of it's difficult in reading or grasping, but it's heavy duty in, as far as the, the profit power that it, it provides and the, both the source and the force of, of transformative of prosperity, wealth building that you can really attain if you really embrace it. It really is something I'm very proud of. We never have done this before. I want you to press pause. I want you to go back and listen to the last six minutes of what Jay Abraham just said, because it is, I don't know whether you're familiar with this French term, it's fucking gold. Old. And he gave you the secret and you went right past it. I'm going to just challenge you. Just good hit pause, go back about six minutes and pick it up again. And we'll see you in about another six minutes. Go. <laughs> Jenny, Jay, a lot of our diehards are salespeople and sales managers. And so, you know, they get to the top of their game and they're able to, when they get there, they're able to create some wealth. But what you're talking about really goes way beyond that. So if I were a salesperson or sales manager and I'm trucking along, doing my sales thing, you know, making my 100, 200, 300K a year, now what? Like what? what's one thing I, I should start to think about? Well, I mean, the first thing is, I'm going to use the, the, it's a trite. Is that all there is? And what happens at the end? I don't mean when you die, but when you're done, what are you going to have? What are you going to have except for memories? And my father was a salesperson and it's very sad. 
he was selling liquor, uh, you know, alcohol to restaurants and and liquor stores and bars. And a new regime came in and they terminated. This is before all the laws on age. And they terminated them when they had about uh, 10 years of working life yet. And it just spiritually broke him. And he really was uh, never the same. It was quite tragic. I think if you have that ability, you can use that ability to get control of things. You can use that ability if you don't want to compete in the industry you're in. You can use it to uh, very masterfully acquire all kinds of businesses that have a sales bent. You can use it if you're in an industry where there's plenty of, of opportunity you can take over. I, I've, Jeffrey and I have talked about this, that oftentimes a salesperson has relationships that could be very valuably utilized for other things. If you're selling to an audience, you can buy a business that sells something related, something people buy before, during, after, not necessarily instead. We don't want to have you compete unless you're going to quit your job and then you want to do it with integrity and with with nobility and and uh, ethos. But I mean, also something that I have said that people don't realize, and I, I discovered this years ago, I was always fascinated uh, with uh, Mark Twain and, and Tom Sawyer. And I love the Huckleberry Finn stories, but you can actually do a Huckleberry Finn. You can get someone else to find the businesses, somebody else to run the businesses, somebody else to do almost everything, but you can end up controlling the real key, the yoke, which is the wealth creating part of the business. I mean, it's really interesting. If you're able to sell somebody uh, to buy a thing, whether it's a product or a service, you should be able to sell people on doing deals with you. It's only one gradient higher and you're just playing for much higher, not stakes in terms of danger, but stakes in terms of reward, of payoff you know, of the prize that you're going to get. But I would think if you are a salesman or woman and you've been able to make a good living doing it, you should read this book because it'll, I guess I'd call it, it'll redefine your your worldview, your business worldview, your your career worldview, your view of what to do with your ability, your time. I got started, Jen, in my career because I saw all these entrepreneurs who dedicated their life, their hopes, their dreams, their effort, their opportunity costs, their passion in whatever their business was in hopes it would give them the income they wanted, the satisfaction they wanted, the retirement they wanted and build an asset. Most of them don't know how to do it. This book tells you exactly how to take a book, a business that's not really structured that way and transform it instantly or combine many of them if you don't have a business. You could go to your employer if you're a salesperson, if it's a privately owned one, and say, we're going to do this together. I want half of the wealth we create from acquisition. I want to keep my job until we get there. You can basically buy your employer's business if it's not doing well. I mean, I mean you could do any or all of those things. I, I would recommend Die Hard. If you have a competitor who you think really sucks, yeah, go buy them and turn it into what you could do with what you've done with your career. And look at that as a, as a strategic first step. Yeah, I the worst competitor you have and take it over. I love it. Yeah. We have a product that I created years ago, and and it's it's it pales in comparison to what I'm going to talk about. But the title it was called the Unlimited Business Checkbook, and the premise was you never have any kind of a resource impairment because there's always another person, entity, 
that will provide it as long as you can give them the right reward, the right incentive, the right compensation, the right uh, participation. But if you can take that on steroids, because this is the unlimited business checkbook about acquisition, there are so many ways you can acquire something with literally, you don't have to have your cash. You don't have to go and mortgage the house. You don't have to take your 401k. You don't have to, to go to the bank. There are right. ways to do it where there's tons of other people that can be incentivized. And there's just a lot of ways you would never think of. So if you can get control of something that you can turn into wealth, not just a six-figure income that stops when you stop working, but it works harder for you than you work for it. And it's worth a ton more when you're done with it. If you, I mean, if you can sell your sales job for that, then keep it. But I mean, who's going to buy your sales job when you're done? Can somebody pay you, you know, 10 times what you made this year just for you to take over your job? I don't think yeah. so. And if you're really good and you have, you command a tremendous uh -huh. amount of sales and wealth, your company will hire two people to replace you and probably cheaper. <laughs> That's interesting. So, they, they can't live without me. That's the first guy I fire. Yeah. I agree. It's, it's fun. I'm enjoying it. You guys are fun. So Jay, you have an event coming up. Tell us about the event and uh, we'll, we're going to pop a link in the show notes for people oh, to so join. Gracious. Yeah, the book officially launches very soon, this coming Saturday, relative to when this is published, uh, the 23rd. I think it's 11 o'clock California time, PSA, a PST. PST, and it's going to be about 90 minutes where my co-author and I are going to really frame the book, give some examples, talk about it, and make uh, you know make a very generous offer to acquire the book at a, at a very advantageous discount. But that's not the reason you probably want to be on it. We want to ethically but unresistingly uh, induce people to want that book. So I sell very expensive programs. Jeffrey, some of my home study are $5,000 and Roland sells training programs that go into the tens of thousands. We have taken a collection of tens of thousands of dollars of our stuff and we've combined them and we're going to give gift freely uh, an enormous distillation of, of uh, resources in exchange just for purchasing the book, literally, because we want to make sure everybody that could do it does do it. Everybody that should do it does do it. Everybody that could perhaps be a partner of ours uh, gets introduced to our very uh, expansive mindset and belief system and philosophies and, and our playbooks. And also, we want to see if we can grow people into potential deal flow for us. But we really think this book is a, it's, we think it's a game changer for almost anybody for the rest of their adult life and their loved ones. And almost everybody knows somebody else we think that should learn this. I mean, if the conventional way of earning a living is a dead end ultimately for most people and it's changing radically and if a lot of people want to be i mean there's static statistics excuse me jen that i read that one half of all adults want to own a business i think it's probably almost that for 13 14 15 but a lot of them are going to start businesses and they're not going to really have a good outcome because again the statistics are five percent success rate in the first year when if they can use this, everybody has a shot of a successful business, not just that they can create an income 
uh, boosting and multiplying machine, but they're creating a wealth creator. And wealth is absolutely a relative term. What you, Jeffrey, what I would think of as wealth, maybe more, maybe less than somebody else. But I can promise that if you're running a business that you've not been able to break through the, the glass ceiling, or it's not performing the way you want, or it's not delivering you know, the, the economic fulfillment and profitability that you wanted, or if you are very frustrated because your career isn't progressing, or even if it is, it's not really even keeping up with inflation and you can't really even come close. Like I have kids that want to own a house. I have three sets of children that want to own a house. I got a lot of kids, seven, but three sets that want to own a house in California. Even if I give them the down payment, a yeah. house, they can't afford the eleven or $12,000 a month. It would cost for a basic here in California. It's a million dollar plus house. You can create wealth. You can get paydays that are so outsized to what you could normally expect, certainly in a job, but even in the business you're in. And if this resonates with you, the only reason for, if you own a business is because you recognize the business is not delivering the outcome you want, but that if you added all kinds of different assets, product, service, companies, influential access vehicles, you could blow it up at a level that you can't imagine. And it's very doable. I mean, as I said, Roland's got $6 billion of revenue in 150 companies. He has an interest in using the same techniques we've laid out in this book. So, da -da. I will tell you, a diehard, that I offer this expression in the private seminars that I give, that the reason salespeople only rise to some level of mediocrity is that they're not focused on the ultimate outcome. They're only focused on their own income. Ooh, I like that. And when you are looking at how much commission am I going to make and am I going to make the president's club? I'm just going to tell you, fuck the president's club. Go buy your competitor. I love it. And, and turn that person and turn that business around in a way that only you can because you know your industry, you have your customers, they totally love you. Why aren't you milking that cow? Love I just that. don't understand it. I think that's brilliant. I hope that even if you don't read a lot or at all, I think you should read this book. <laughs> I really do. Because I think it'll animate your spirit. It'll captivate your sense of true possibility. And it will be, you'll, you'll maybe for the first time ever or for a long time or ever, you realize something is really doable, achievable. It is totally real, provable, no smoke and mirrors. You don't have to be a, you know, a astrophysicist, sophisticated guy who can do all kinds of complex math. It's very, very well-reasoned. It's laid out in very progressive and very clear-cut, demonstrable case study supported. It's really a cool book. I'm just so proud of it. It did take a long time to write and rewrite and yeah. rewrote it again and again. <laughs> but it's it's a really great book. I think it's there's nothing that I know of like it out on the market. There might be. I just don't know of anything. You might. And if I, there is, you know, no, I have a way. I have a strategy that will get every person who's not doing what they could do to do it. You put it on Netflix and read it. And it becomes... <laughs> I love it. It becomes a series. Millions of people will sit down, have their glass of wine, and watch you. On but you know what? We can, make, you know, we can do it one more. We can get Nicholas Gage to read it. Oh, yeah. Well, no, but see, if you read it, 
It comes with the passion of the author. Yes. It comes with the passion of the writer. And you can give a byline. Like, what I meant here was, eh. yeah. I'm telling you, thousands, millions of people, not only will they buy it, they'll subscribe to it. Yeah, that's actually interesting. I got to ponder that. I enjoy you so much. You're very, you're a refreshing, original thinker. And you've got integrity and you've got authenticity and you got uh, a lot of chutzpah. I love, I yeah. love you as a friend. You're very, very oh, I love it. Thank you. All right. I will be attending this event. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to link in the show notes so that you can all be there and get the book. But you know what? I really think every young adult should are approaching and they should have an introduction to entrepreneurship because I think it's going to become more and more critical, valuable. And it actually is one of the few areas that really it, it, it gets your juice flowing. It rocks your your boat. I don't think working for people always gives you the satisfaction you want even during the process. You definitely don't get the economic set. You know, if you're the CEO and you're getting one of those rare $200 million paydays, you probably shouldn't be watching this in the first place. But, you know, True. if you're not, you know, it makes a lot of sense to at least examine what we're, what we're talking about on Saturday and see if it rocks. Die hard. Let me give you an example that I think will resonate with you as a person. You ask your customer erroneously, the, probably the dumbest question on the planet, uh, dumber than what's it going to take to, to get your business. That That's like the second dumbest. The dumbest is what keeps you up at night? And the answer is none of your business. The real answer, the real question you should ask is, what gets you out of bed in the morning? Ooh, I love the reframe. And so if you can have a reason to jump out of bed and get to that business and grow it the way you know you can and do what you feel is going to be ultimate reward for you, uh, I promise you, your, your alarm clock will be set at least an hour earlier, even if you live out west and think you know everything. No, you're right. I mean, I don't think, I think that passion, purpose, and possibility are very underrated. Yeah. Yep, I totally agree. If you have that in your soul, you're going to go out and do something that goes way beyond your quote job. There has to be some independence about who you are and what you do. 100%. Jay, this has been incredible. Thank you for joining Come us. On. Thank you guys. Thank I, you I adore you. Even, even if it wasn't incredible, I still adore you guys. But thank you for the <laughs> forum. And I, I want to say that I have treasured my relationship with you. And I think you are one of the most uh, amazingly authentic. Uh, and I love people who walk to the beat of their own drummer and that you speak your mind and your mind is very super logical. And I think you deserve the success you have achieved because you tell the truth and you make people have to rethink their reality. And I think it's very important, but thank you for your friendship. Well, I'm going to tell you that the pleasure is mine. Um, <laughs> I already have all your stuff so I can access it anytime I want. But diehard, if you're thinking about, should I go to this or not? Should I do this or not? Fucking do it. Just go be there for the event, buy the book, and don't read it as Harvey McKay says. You don't read this book, you study it. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate you both. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to the show. Don't forget to like, share. Yeah, share with both your friends. And subscribe to the podcast. And remember, we have a free 22-day sales challenge. Just go to gitmer.com slash sales challenge to start you on your way.